SFF Yet listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future. Our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Jen Northington, I'm recording on June 17th, and today I'm going to talk about two speculative short story collections that I love. Both of them happen to be from Small Beer Press, who are also the publishers of Aliyah Don Johnson's Reconstruction, which I just talked about on the regular show. So there's a lot of, well, I'm talking about these collections today because reading Reconstruction reminded me of how much... I really, really love them and how much I love short story collections. But first, let's hear from a sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang. So this is an interesting love story. It's great for fans of Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow and High Fidelity. It's set in the mid-90s at NYU. And it follows young Wang, who has gotten the advice of love through Chinese numerology from his uncle. So he believes that he will have seven great loves in his life. And then he meets Irena in 95. And she's like the best. She's brilliant, charismatic, quick-witted, funny. They fall in love. But the thing is, she's number six. So if he is to have seven great loves, does that mean his time with Arena is going to come to an end? So this is a love letter to Western pop culture, Eastern traditions, and being a first-generation New Yorker. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Harper Muse, publisher of Troubled Waters. Troubled Waters is an intimate portrait of two generations, a granddaughter and a grandmother, coming to terms with what it means to be family, black women, and alive in a world on fire. In heartfelt lyrical prose, Mary Inez Hegler weaves an unforgettable story of the climate crisis, black resistance, and the enduring power of family. Narrated by Janice Abbott-Pratt and written by climate justice writer Mary Anise Hegler, the Troubled Waters audiobook is available everywhere May 7th. It follows Corinne as she plans to stage a dramatic act of resistance and peels back the scabs of her family wounds and puts her safety in jeopardy. Both grandmother and granddaughter must bring their unspoken secrets into the light to find a path to healing. Known for her essays that dissect and interrogate the climate crisis, drawing heavily on her personal experience as a black woman with deep roots in the South, Mary Anais Hegler brings us her first work of fiction titled Troubled Waters. Make sure to pick it up. Thanks again to Harper Muse, publisher of Troubled Waters, for sponsoring this episode. All right. Actually, before I get into my picks, one more bit of housekeeping. We are looking for a digital marketing manager. You can apply on bookriot.com slash join us. This is a full-time remote position uh, within multiple jurisdictions. You can see exactly what regions uh, we're looking for people in. We are an equal opportunity employer. We love to see applications from individuals from marginalized communities. And the deadline to apply is July 10th. So again, check out the details and the application at bookriot.com slash join dash us. 
All right, so let's talk short story collections. Y'all know I love an anthology, and I also love single author short story collections. So those are the kinds that I'm going to talk about today. Both of them do similar things in that they are neither specifically fantasy nor science fiction. Both authors are really wide ranging. Some of these stories are surreal. Some of them are mythic in feeling. Some of them have, you know, bioengineered stuff. Some of them are very futuristic. Some of them feel very old-timey. Like, these authors just let their imaginations roam wild within the bounds of speculative fiction. There's all kinds of references to various different, you know, tropes and stories, but they're each doing something uniquely their own, which is what makes, honestly, these short story collections such a joy to read. The first one is Tender by Sophia Samatar. I love Samatar's work. Oh, my goodness. Just so good. And Tender has stories that I am still thinking about, you know, years and years later. This book came out, I want to say, I probably read it in 2017, might have been slightly earlier. So we're like five years out and I'm still thinking about some of these stories. Um, Some of them are really rough. I don't have specific content warnings for these two collections. So, you know, do a little research, read with caution. But they're, for me, they've been worth it because the authors handle the traumas of their characters very well. Uh, two of my favorites are actually in the first three stories. Ogres of East Africa is sort of like a taxonomy of these ogres in, you know, fictional East Africa or maybe real. Who knows? Question mark. I don't know. And uh, it's so clever the way that it's structured and put together. It doesn't read, you know, exactly like any other short story that I've had the privilege to read. Um, It's a catalog, as it were. And there's commentary from the author who is cataloging these ogres. There's all kinds of interesting details. You get dialogue. You get general descriptions. You get a story within a story. It's just brilliant. It's just really unexpected and brilliant. And then Walk Dog is the story that just murders my heart every time I get into it. I do recall specifically that this story includes bullying um, and harm to a child. So know that going in. But it is written as a school paper assignment from by one student, and it concerns an urban legend in New Jersey, which I grew up in New Jersey, so this story is near and dear to my heart for that reason as well. But using this sort of school assignment, you know, classic essay <laughs> trope that we all remember from our own school days really ups the level of, I want to say, pathos that this story captures in a really interesting way. There's layers upon layers upon layers of storytelling going on in Walk Dog. And it's, again, just a brilliant use of an unexpected structure to give us a short story that packs a huge punch. And all of the stories in this collection are like that. I just can't say enough good things about Samatar's work. And this is a story collection that once you read it, you will think about over and over again. You're going to want to own a copy so you can revisit it. I pretty much guarantee it. Again, that's Tender by Sophia Samatar. 
And then my second collection is Sarah Pinsker's Sooner or Later Everything Falls into the Sea. Pinsker has a novel that came out in the past year called We Are Satellites that people are just raving about. It is on my TBR. I haven't gotten to it yet. One of these days is going to happen. But in the meantime, I have got to shout out this collection again ranges in all kinds of directions in terms of subgenres. Um, some of these stories have been award nominated or won awards. There are, you know, just there's so much going on in here. And um, one of the stories in particular that I remember the best. Well, we'll start with the title story, which is sooner or later, everything falls into the sea. And the premise is really sort of hilarious because it is told in two parts, one by a woman who lives uh, in this very isolated, you know, beach shore place. And one day a rock star washes ashore in a lifeboat. So you get both the rock star and this woman who rescues the rock star from the sea. You get both of their perspectives and you kind of learn about this world that they inhabit in a couple of ways, both from their perspectives and this very clever, like, voiceover, you know, VH1 style inside the music, tell us about this time in your life documentary segments. So, again, structural play. Can you tell that I love when writers play with structure? I really love it when writers play with structure. And because you're getting these dual perspectives, you get, you know how each is telling the story and of what is happening to them in a slightly different way than the other. And that is always a beautiful way to play with um, perspective. And then the other story that I really like has haunted me for years is And We Were Left Darkling, which is all about the desire to be a parent in this very surreal way in which, you know, a woman is having dreams of a baby that she doesn't have, but it feels extremely real. And her partner is just like, I don't know what to say to you about this. And then, you know, she becomes part of this group where babies are coming out of the ocean, seemingly. And she goes, she flies to California to like try to find her dream baby. It's a strange, pre I'm like probably not doing it justice trying to describe it to you. It's a strange premise, but it's such a haunting, deeply emotional story of one person's journey and deep rooted desire to become a parent and all of the things that can get in the way and the ways that that changes your brain and life. And I mean, I just don't even know what to tell you aside from again. It's so good. It's so good. And there's so many stories in these collections like that where we just, you don't know where you're going to end up when you start reading the story. And somehow the worlds inside these stories are so big and so interesting and yet, when it comes to an end, it feels very satisfying. It's a feat that not everybody can pull off, but Pinsker does it with great pizzazz in this short story collection. Again, that's Sooner or Later, Everything Falls into the Sea by Sarah Pinsker. And yeah, also a novelist, it turns out, as is Sophia Zamatar. Both of them just are out here writing up a storm, and I love both of their works and... You should read them. The end? The end. I guess that's the end. So, yeah, again, the story collections that I've been talking about are 
Tender by Sophia Semitar. And sooner or later, Everything Falls Into the Sea by Sarah Pinsker. Go forth and read their works. I highly recommend. Also, who doesn't like short story collections? Okay, all right, here we go. We're wrapping it up. Uh, Thanks so much to you all for listening. As always, thanks to our sound editor, Caitlin Brame, who helps us sound great each and every episode. As always, if you want to email us, sffyeah at bookriot.com, we are ready to receive your emails. If you've got theme ideas, feedback about things we've talked about on the show, pet pictures, you know, you name it, we love it. We also love it. If you take a moment to review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or maybe even Podchaser, wherever you can find a place to leave a review, it helps other sci-fi fantasy nerds to find us. And speaking of finding us, you can find us online in between shows. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen, I-R-L, J-E-N-N-I-R-L, or on Instagram as I am Jen, I-R-L, and we will talk to you next time. Bye.